You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. Start to the sniff. I know. It, it, <laughs> We've all been First sick. thing we hear is... I haven't. I've been totally healthy. That's good. I try to keep enough alcohol in my system to kill any germs that might be floating around. Uh, hi there. We have survived Christmas heading toward New Year's. We're at the bunker in far eastern Oklahoma County. I am your mostly always friendly, congenial host, Randy Renner. And I'm just Jeremy. And I am the baby New Year, Tom Miller. <laughs> the, baby. the big baby. He's a great big baby New Year. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always say I'm your host. Actually, Tom Miller is the well, host. We're in I'm a different kind of host. Bunker. Yes. And uh, Tom, tell us about the... Um, drink of choice? Yes. What well, we have going here. It was a drink of necessity because I have a whole lot of well, this... Drinks are usually always of well, necessity. Yeah, I have a whole lot of this blue liquor that I bought for one drink that was excellent a couple of weeks ago called the uh, Thunder Colada, yeah, which was terrific. That was terrific. But I'm trying yes. to use some of this. And so this, my friends, is called an Aqua Velva. Yeah. And uh, a little for, nostalgic. For, yeah. For you older folks, you remember your dad slapping on a little elect, uh, uh, Aqua Velva. Not, don't confuse that with Williams Electroshade. There remember, you go. Remember Williams Electroshade? I did almost say it. Yes. Electroshade. 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 Also was available in green and blue. Yes. Also what? available in green and blue. Oh, Which were their God. official... But boy, do you know, not uh, mix sense. those up because I don't think you'd like the taste of either one of those. No, no and this this doesn't taste anything like uh, no. aqua no, no, How no. do you know? Did you drink aqua? <laughs> you have a little aqua well, on ice with a little club you know, soda? Once in a while on a desperate night. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> it probably has alcohol in it. Yeah. Oh, you it's bet. Like aftershave. Yes. I'm going to tell you something. You Back mix, in the 70s, uh, yeah. You mix a little aqua velva with some hand sanitizer. It's very, wow. oh, very yes. delightful. Yes. Yeah, I think you, you can rest assured you have a problem if you're doing that. <laughs> well, a little 70% rubbing alcohol. Uh, yeah, you would just it's like not. people that drink uh, um, uh, mouthwash, <laughs> exactly. Listerine for the for, yeah. for the buzz. It's like, uh, I, see, to mm. me, it doesn't make sense because if you had that big of a problem, you wouldn't even get a buzz. That's very. You know, that's, that's a pretty good. Tr- that's that a pretty is good a point. really good yeah. point. Wow. You have really to drink gallons of that Thank stuff you. to get a buzz. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I think you'd die. Not, not only, but think, Tom, how, but think how fresh your breath would be on the turn. Not, not only have you fixed us uh, drinks today, like you usually do, uh, because uh, there are several useless it's, bowl games it's on today. Bowl, it's bowl week, Randy Renner. You're, yeah. uh, you, you've got some snacks that we're going to well, have in a little bit. I too. have, I built this house with football bowl week in mind, and I think <laughs> that's uh, true. And I think uh, that's I needed to take advantage of that yep. today. So yep. yeah, there are four bowl games today, and uh, you know we were talking before we came on. I, I mean, it's great to go to a bowl game. Uh, I mean, my OSU Cowboys have been to eighteen straight. Congratulations, by the Gundy. way, last night they the, uh, uh, Texas Aggies. They, they looked actually, pretty good for most they, of that game. They've finished well, over four hundred. Is that what you're saying? And Ollie, Ollie, Ollie returns. You found out this Ollie, week. Yes, we had a. It's going to make you happy. Cowboy Ooh. fans had an Ollie Jolly Christmas. <laughs> wow! He made the announcement on Christmas Eve. He had nice. 117 yards rushing last night against the Aggies. Yeah. Struggled a little bit in the second half. Yeah. 
even though Texas A&M was missing about 30 scholarship players and had a fourth-string quarterback going. But, you know, hey, yeah, win's they, a win, baby. They hung in there. Hey, you'd rather win the bowl game than lose the bowl I, game. Let's yes, just say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I realize, you know, it's 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 a, always generally a fun thing for fans. And we we our bowl game was in Houston, where it was a beautiful, mm. sunny, 75-degree day, even though the game was indoors at uh, NRG Stadium. But for fans who were down there, it was a beautiful trip. But nowadays, there are so many bowl games. And I only bring this up because we're watching a bowl game right now as we record this, the Fenway Bowl being played in Boston at Fenway Park where it's raining and probably about 40 degrees. And the other thing, one of the teams playing in this bowl game is Boston College. Boston College. Yeah. A little home cooking for Boston College. And huh? which is disappointing. I mean, you know, I'm old school. You know, when, when back in the day, <clears throat> there were fewer bowl games yeah. and teams, you know, they always went to great well, places. But, no, but uh, see, okay, <laughs> the, the Big 12 slash Big 8, have they not been in the Cotton Bowl forever? Yeah. Well, in, I mean, in the, okay, the cop, but that is a big, and Dallas is, but, you know, a lot of them, you know, were in Miami, the Orange Bowl, the Rose well, yeah, Bowl in Pasadena. Sure. Look at Boston College's record. And, right. Yeah. Well, I think if see, you're, back fi- in the, if you're back 500, in the day, if Boston College wouldn't have been I, in a bowl game. If you're 500, you play 500 ball, you really don't, in my opinion, don't deserve right. to go to and, the only, and I think there may be a team or two, maybe not this year, but there has been, at six and seven. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. And right. I'm sorry, you at, have a losing record. Well, what are you doing in a bowl at, game? At six, they may have been six and seven after the bowl game, but five and seven going into a bowl game. Right. Because there are so many bowl games I thought you now. had to have six wins to qualify. Well, back in the day, Tom, <laughs> you know, you used to have, but now there are so many bowl games. Ridiculous. They need 82 teams to <laughs> fill out all the There's bowl games. There's only 100 and something FBS teams. <laughs> right. And so sometimes wow. you are going in order to fill out all the slots, you're going to well, have to have a it's couple our, of five it's a, and seventeen. It's our woke culture. They don't want anybody to feel bad and lose. Uh, well, but that's certainly I'm part actually, of it. I'm actually making a, a point there because it really isn't have anything to do with that. All it has to do with is the almighty dollar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and plus, I mean, you know, hey, if it if if we didn't have as many, we wouldn't be watching one right now. Do they? Do so they, in this one, like I'm looking at the field here. Did they turf over the like the whole football yeah. field is extra turf? Yes. Sometimes okay. they leave. Well, the, sometimes I, I they mean, leave the pitcher's mound dirt on some. Of, I've seen that in other uh, bowl like games see, at, at no they at, at they baseball uh, stadiums. They put turf in over right. The, the, but, yeah, seen, but you've seen that yeah. before. Yeah. Where oh, there's sure. Dirt. Oh, right. sure. Right. Well, back That's at three, old school ago, Three Rivers uh, Stadium, right? Yes. When when they played, Pirates played, and the Steelers yep. all played yep. over there. That's right. Now that was a little bit different, different because yeah. that was fake grass. This right. is real grass mm. at Fedway Park, and the and it's kind of these first two bowl games that are kind of baseball bowl games because this one is baseball games. Yeah. <laughs> baseball bowl games because this one is at Fenway Park, a baseball right. stadium yep. in Boston. The next bowl game 
is the Pinstripe Bowl at, the Yankee, at Stadium. Yankee Stadium oh, in New York, I, I just where the weather will also be lousy. Yeah. I just hope that, <laughs> that somebody kick, can kick a field goal and, and, and it goes over the green monster. That would be the ultimate. Well, I don't Unfortunately, think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, no, that's not going to they put those nets up. And well, the, no, no, uh, no. The field is running the wrong way. Yeah. If somebody's oh. kicking a field goal and it goes over the green <laughs> monster, quite it is anywhere near the goalposts. <laughs> Oh, they should have set it up. They should have set it up so you could kick it over the that green would, monster. You know, that would be kind of cool. Where but, is, but uh, where's the Winter a, Classic play? A football field won't fit. I think it's played in different green. places each year. But. It is. The winter, the hockey. Yeah. Yeah, it is in winter, different places every okay. year. Different outdoor And I don't know where it stadiums. is. The last I'm not one sure I saw was year. at Three Rivers. Um Pittsburgh Penguins playing the Winter Classic at Three Rivers, and it was uh, the coolest. Was I mean, when that they, was a long time ago. The coolest yeah, that was the last one I saw. Hey, the <laughs> coolest well, on TV every year. I thought maybe oh, you no. watched it every no. year. If I'm not mistaken, the coolest <clears throat> one ever was many was several years ago. I don't know, remember how many. I think they played it on an on an aircraft carrier. They I put have, a I did they put a that. hockey rink that was weird. Laid it out on an aircraft carrier and played the Winter Classic on an aircraft carrier. Oh, I didn't them. see that, that at all. My wow. friends, I bet that was wow. not too cool. I bet that's crazy. Now they didn't have a lot of fans, obviously, <laughs> of in stands. Not. Right, but that was pretty neat. That well, they can only fit so much so much on an aircraft fans. carrier. Right. right. But they usually they play the Winter Classic, obviously, in either a an outdoor baseball stadium or a football yep. stadium, something like that. And it's pretty cool. I've seen a couple of them where it's been snowing. snowing. Yes, you know, that's and, fun. and yeah. I've also seen a couple where it's been like seventy degrees. I know, and they're really and, having to keep that and they're ice. They're really working to keep the ice yeah. frozen. But it's very cool. Hockey does a hockey does a great job with yeah, that. That's always and fun on New Year's Day. I really. I don't mind all the bowl games because I, w I watch a lot of them. But for the players, back in the day, you know, you knew if you made it to a bowl game, you really did something special and you're going someplace awesome. Yeah. You know, like Miami, Southern California, something right. like that. And especially if you were from, you know, a place where it was really cold in December <laughs> or first part of January, you were headed somewhere where it was going to be sunny and 75 instead of cloudy snowing and 25 <laughs> well and the thing is too that you know you, the, all the bowls have sponsors and so what you've ended up with is now it becomes a, a laughing stock right yes, so they're like is. the pop tart when, bowl well right they're like oh you're going to the orville redenbacher bowl yeah i know <laughs> and i mean you know so bowl games are meaningless the and duke's mayo bowl that and now here's night. now here's the yeah, question yeah. here's the question about this so uh you know a lot of people the uh, opponents of the football playoff uh made the argument that it would make bowl games um useless that would make them uh irrelevant irrelevant that's the word i'm looking for um do you see i look at this and i i would say that those folks are going see i told you so and i would say it has nothing to do with the playoff system and everything to do with the expansion of the bowl games well, I would say, I mean, I, you know, we're, we're going to, they're going to implement this next season, 12 teams in the playoffs. Right. And uh, for the first round, as I understand it, those are going to be at university sites. Yeah. At home, uh, you know, a team's home field, the top Literally six. Literally top six teams, home field advantage. I guess, get, right? a home, get a home game. Get a home game on campus. Yeah. And so that theoretically might affect 
some bowl games. Probably yeah, would. Definitely. Uh, but then the others, they will, I, I'm guessing, kind of like they, you know, do with, you know, the four-team playoff now, they will incorporate bowl games into <clears> that. <throat> now, games that it would certainly impact might be a game, let's say, like one of the games tonight, the Alamo Bowl, which features 12th-ranked Oklahoma against 14th-ranked Arizona. Well, if we were next season, mm-hmm. um, 12th-ranked Oklahoma would be going on the road to probably first-ranked uh, what, Georgia, uh, first-ranked or Alabama Georgia. Or, They'd yeah. be going to Athens, Georgia, or and whoever. 14th-ranked yeah. Arizona wouldn't be playing at all. Right. At, at least in the in the college football playoff acts, I guess Arizona might very well. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, Arizona may be in the Alamo Bowl, or maybe they'd be <laughs> in another, right, yeah. Arizona. Will be in the Big A, Big Twelve next Big Twelve, big, eight, yeah. Yeah. Big 12 next year. The Sooners will be in the SEC. But some of these bowl games that aren't New Year's Six bowl games, like the Alamo Bowl, and like some of the others that are kind of on that next tier below the New Year's Six would be impacted mm-hmm. because those are the teams that might be, that would be in the playoff probably. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. And, and you know, the Cotton Bowl this year is, what, uh, ninth-ranked Missouri against seventh-ranked Ohio State. Good matchup. Did, the, did some of these bowl games originate as a way to showcase high-quality teams that weren't obviously competing for the national championship? Like well, way back in the day, because well, you didn't no, have no, tournaments. No, I'm no. just saying, like, way, way back, way back in the day, you know, the national championship was, was one game was determined. Well, no, it no, wasn't it was even just a that. Vote, right? It, it was determined by the poll. It exactly. happened. The AP poll. No, it happened before the na- before any of the bowl games. That's the what I was going to say. The bowl didn't games didn't determine the national champion. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they didn't determine it. Right. The bowl games didn't, or did they come out well, with? No, no, or no. did they come no, out? No, came out after the follow, bowl games. Okay, so after the bowl games, then they ranked everybody, and that was and your national was, champion. Yes. Okay. Right. But that's right. But you would have. But but way back in the day, there were only a handful of bowl games. Right. And and so you know it was all by vote of the a, right. of the AP primarily. There were some other polls yeah. out there also. But the AP had the kind of the most respected poll. But occasionally, and, didn't you have like the the number one team in the country losing in their bowl game, and then yes. another bowl game that was like number three against number four or five, and they just dominated <clears throat> number three, right. and they moved in right. and made the and well, was see, the national champion and, and, when and, the polls finally and, came and out. And back in the day, there was also a little more strict. You know, they've really gotten away from it. Like the Rose Bowl used to always yeah. be the Big Ten versus, in those days, the Pac-8. And uh, the Big 8 champion back in the day, Orange the Big Bowl. 8 champion always went to Orange the Orange Bowl. The SEC Sugar Bowl. The Southwest Conference champion always went to the Cotton Bowl. Southwest. Yeah. The SEC champion always went to the Sugar Bowl. 
And so sometimes, you know, you wouldn't have a matchup between number one and number two. Right. Right. You know, that you occasionally have, wouldn't happen, even though they wanted, fact, even though everybody times, wanted it to happen. Lots of times it right, wouldn't happen. That's right. I remember. You know, you would have, you, you would have, let's say, well, let's just say number one ranked Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, number two ranked USC in the Rose Bowl, yep. number three ranked Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you're kind of like, uh, okay, and then it would just determine the Associated Press would decide. And how everybody did in their bowl game. And if everybody Honestly, had won, something to do with typically it. they would all just stay what they were One, right. two, three. Yeah. And if, if somebody got beat, then they would, it just depended. And then, the and then there were a couple times, you know, when UPI was putting out their polls where you had shared national championships. Right. AP oh, voted yeah. on one team. And UPI voted on a different team. And there was also the time, you know, when Oklahoma was on probation, you know, they were, and I forget, I think it was the UPI poll that wouldn't vote for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they said, well, you're on probation, so we're not voting for you. AP said, screw that, we're going to vote for them, or one or the other. And so you would have different ones. It's all, so it's all different. And the bowl games originally were, you know, rewards for teams and they didn't have any corporate sponsors. Right. Hence why they're called the Orange Bowl. Right. Well, and I guess you could say maybe the Florida Orange Growers got together and said, let's call it the Orange Bowl. And the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, there's a lot of cane uh, yeah. Wild sugar but cane. In, it turned into the Nokia Sugar Bowl. Right. Yeah. In the old days, in the old days, it was always the Orange Bowl. Right. The Sugar Bowl. The Tostitas the Fiesta Bowl. Cotton <laughs> yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And the Rose Bowl. Right. Those were the four big, big ones. bowl games. Those were the and kind even of the in the original. BCS era. They were in the same place. Yeah. Same same bowls. Right, right. Yeah. And they still are. I still mean they're are, yeah. you know, the I New like, Year's six and and the semifinals are in bowl games. I like Jeremy's thing though, that <clears throat> some of the names uh, some of the sponsors. Every once in a while they'll have a sponsor that I have to look up because I have <laughs> right. no idea who it is. Oh right. I have yeah, no right. idea what they do. Well, right. like this one, it's the wasabi uh Fenway Bowl. Yeah, wasabi. I didn't know Wasabi had a. I mean, I know what what Wasabi Apparently, is. Apparently, Wasabi's a brand. Well, I know what Wasabi is. It's uh, it's yeah, a hot, yeah, like um, exactly spice, or, yeah. which or, makes no sense to me at all no, for the Fenway Bowl. No, if this now, was being they've played had the in avoca- China, they've had the avocado uh, bowl at one point. I but think. I think Wasabi is a brand. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's a brand. It's really, a, it's a brand. Okay, well, because yeah, they have a, a logo for Wasabi. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was in Shreveport, so there was the Poulan Weed Eater Bowl, which you I watch always, your mouth. Oh, this is a friend. I always thought it was pretty cool. And the Pop Tarts Bowl. Hey, here's something else about the Pop Tarts Bowl. The cheese did you, did formerly you, the Cheez It Bowl. The Cheez It Bowl is still a bowl, isn't it? Oh, I thought I thought the Pop Tart no, Bowl is overtook the Cheez It Bowl. The Pop Tart Bowl. The Pop Tart Bowl. Get this. Tell me about the Pop Tart Bowl. Has an edible mascot. What? That's fantastic. Wait, what? It's a Pop-Tart. And you can go up and take a bite of him? Yes. <laughs> I love that. I wow. love that. And then, love I, that. I understand yeah. it's a strawberry Pop-Tart. Well, that's the best Pop-Tart. So, I mean, you know. I always think blueberry is going to be good. And like, like yeah. this last year, yeah, when I went to Florida, I got blueberry Pop-Tarts for breakfast. And I was like, oh, uh, that's, that's a shame. Uh, I like so chocolate, anyway, chocolate Pop-Tarts. Lots pretty of, good. Um, pretty good. Lots of bowl games uh, okay, going I on. We've, which I think is we've gone fun. off. The- we've only spent twenty minutes uh, on this. You know, <laughs> dear Lord. Uh, hey, you want to say something about the thunder? I mean, the thunder. Oh, uh, you know, hit we the we are. 
Hey, it's there blue it too. The button's blue that you put thunder. So is this the first time you've noticed nice. this kind of blue? I noticed. No, I haven't noticed uh, which button you've hit until now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it's very always smart that you put it's blue. Always that's always blue. It's the only reason I remember. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but they're no, coming they've been off great. Two games at home. Uh, against uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, first place team in the West, and the New York Knicks, who are having a really good season. They're pretty good. And uh, they well, they won both games. They looked really good. They looked great against Minnesota. God. Just clobbered them. They're, and, shoot, uh, they're shooting lights doesn't out Jaylen right now. Williams yes. look like a five-year vet? Oh, you know, know, he almost he almost right looked word. like especially a five-year vet his rookie year. Especially last well, night. My well, gosh, Jalen he had a Williams game. last night had 36 points, a career-high 36 points, had 17 of those in the fourth quarter. He was five of five from three. Oh, he's five of five? I was five four. I thought he was four five. of five. Five no. of five. Nice. Well, according to the official I, NBA no, I, I believe you. Sheet, I believe you. I believe you. Now, they, it's not, hey, I mean, they could have, Screwed it up. No, I mean, no, no, I'm no. Not, That's no. all right. They may have screwed it up last uh, night. I was at the game, and they may have not had it right last night on the stat sh- on the stats. They, I was looking uh, at, no, but, yeah, uh, they say he was uh, five for oh five. Oh my gosh, that's terrific. Uh, Chet Holmgren had twenty two and four blocks. Shea Gilgis Alexander had thirty six also, and one of Chet's blocks at the near the end was huge. Oh, was I mean, it was a His huge momentum was a, and everything. Yeah. Did oh. you uh, did you see me on the court last night? I didn't. I, mean, I didn't see you either. Sorry, dude. Well, I mean, I wasn't on the court during the game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I get there pretty but early. You were there. I'm there a couple hours early. So, so. okay. So here's here's something I may have funny. been down eating dinner. Now here's something funny. So you know, <laughs> so you know how after the mid first bank shot contest, Rumble yes. takes the half court shots. Yep. And you remember what happened last night? It got stuck in the <laughs> yeah. thing. So, oh, man. So pregame, uh, Rumble was out there uh, practicing his half-court oh, shot. Oh, okay, yeah. And I like to go out there, you know, give him a hard time. Mm-hmm. And I did. Well, <clears throat> he comes over. He rubs the ball on my head, <laughs> my shaved head, as it were. Yeah. And uh, and he, you know, for luck or whatever, yep. missed it. Comes back over to me, gives it, passes me the ball. You know, I did give a little mojo, throw it back to him. Boom, hits the shot. Nice. Comes back over, gives it to me again. Misses, comes back over, gives it to me again, hits the shot again. Now he's, <laughs> so two two of three. <laughs> so then he's like, this is crazy. So then he goes oh, to the three-point line, the opposite three-point line. So what we call the three-quarter shot. Holy He cow. goes over there, passes me the ball. I give it a little mojo. Boom, he hits it. Now. Wow. So he said, all right, well. Back, you, backwards? Yeah, back from the th- uh, opposing three point line. Yeah. Oh my lord! So he said, "All right, well, you're going to have to be on the court then today." Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should so, te- should have texted me. Well, what's funny is I go I I go to one of the stage managers <clears throat> there and I said, "Hey, listen, uh, when you see me on the court, inexplicably during the first <laughs> there's nothing first, wrong mid first bank shot contest." <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> and he looks at me. He's like, what? <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, I explained to him what the situation is. And he just kind of <laughs> smiles and goes on. So I am I am ready and rare. So what? What? as far as Rumble knew, he's, he was just going to hit me backstage right before. And, yeah, yeah. And so oh, okay. I go over there. Well, hit one of the guys that works with him gets in his normal position uh, during mid-first bank, and I just quietly saddle up next to him. And he turns, he looks, and he smiles. Here. Oh, my gosh, you're here. He didn't <laughs> think you'd actually do it. He didn't think I'd do it. <laughs> and so, so it was just what's so funny is the letdown because the half-court shot, 
goes up and gets stuck between the time the, oh, the shot clock. I mean, just oh, went, my. just thunk. Unbelievable. <laughs> it just so wedged then, in there. So, so then the New York, one of the New York well, Knicks guys. Well, that happened during the game, too. Well, this is the funny part. Yeah. So one of the New York Knicks guys, the part that happened in the game was immediately a following what I'm just oh, describing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't have seen it on TV. On TV. Exactly. Yeah. So the new, one of the New York Knicks guys, I don't remember who it was, one of the real tall guys, goes over with a... <laughs> No, I said real tall. <laughs> Would it have been better if I'd have gotten Billy Donovan really, really tall? Yeah. So <clears throat> No, I just we're talking basketball and you're I like, know. it was one of the tall guys. No, real oh, tall. Okay. Oh. That's a terrible kick. Yes, it was. Anyway, so um so so he goes and he throws a basketball to dislodge it. It gets it stuck. It gets stuck. Yeah. Instantly on the on the cross <laughs> bar in the back of the stanchion. So so all that to say my efforts for the half court shot were non-existent well, because it took out the I, entire time out. You know out. what? I'm sitting there watching them do that. Yeah, I was underneath all of that. Oh, yeah. okay. It was so funny. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so then all that happens and then sometime within the next three to five game minutes, it gets stuck on the other end. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you that's saw on TV. And the fans were aware of all oh, of this yes. and they were and they, they were, were laughing hard laughing man. hard when it got stuck in the game in the regular gameplay because it's like what yeah <clears throat> that's crazy anyway i don't know what got us started uh, on all that but well inside I, so, baseball there, there that, it is no that's well, we were talking uh, thunder and, and we were just and the uh, the thunder now have well with that win last night they have jumped the Denver New Gats Yay. and are back in second place. And they play Minnesota. the Denver, the Denver, uh, Denver sorry, D- the Denver Nuggets. I was trying to, to get uh, Nuggets in Denver in the same uh, word there. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yes. In Denver. And then they're then they're back home for a couple more games. I would like to see. And they've had two straight sellout crowds, too. Oh, I was yeah, gonna, yeah, I wondered yeah. that. Yes, very yes. Good. Last night very was good. a sellout. And I think they should have won to the Lakers the other night. Well, that you know what? That was kind of a lousy. You know, dude, that, that, that's what I was going to bring that up. They beat, they're beating teams they shouldn't beat, and they're well, losing to teams that they should beat. Here's the thing with the Lakers. I know. Before the game. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Before well, maybe the game. other people don't. I don't so care. About, you know, I don't just, care what other people do. Just hold on. your water there, Tom. <laughs> Before the game, both Anthony Davis and Lakers coach Darvin Ham said that. Must win. Yeah, that okay. it's a basically a must-win game because they had lost like five out of their last six and hadn't been playing well since the in-season tournament, which they won. Right, and so they we you know were they were kind of the defending really, champions. Last yeah, night. you know, so they were like, man, we really. I'm need a little to win more anim- I'm a little more animated than normal because I'm telling you right now these yeah, aqua, these aqua velvet right. cocktails are very strong. Yes. Fro- friends. Yeah, you're. Yeah, well, you don't have to tell me. I'm drinking one. Uh, yeah, well, I'm on my but, second one. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, what a great uh, response. Yeah. Yeah, and you I are. Wish, yes, you know, are. When you announced you were going to have it, you didn't even offer to share something. I know. That was me. a little but, hard. You, know, still like, had a full, you still had a full one. Jeremy you had already know, finished. I did not have a full Jeremy one. Jeremy had already okay. finished his. But anyway, oh, what I was trying to say, <laughs> the Lakers took that as kind of a must-win game. The Thunder and and a couple of the guys admitted, "Hey, we didn't we didn't have some of our normal intensity, especially yeah. in the second quarter. That a terrible second quarter. LeBron James, who truly is amazing. I mean, the guy is what thirty nine, I think." He had 47 points yeah. that night. He got I, so streaky at the end, too. I it was unreal. I dislike him so much. It I have was, a hard time even I, acknowledging I his greatness. So I just don't like the guy. I kind of 
you know, I'm I've tried to forget about that. But Minnesota, well, Minnesota came in at full strength, right? And uh, the Thunder were missing one of their guys, yeah. And they still just they clobbered them, giddy. And then the the uh, Knicks were at full strength last night too, um, and the Thunder won. I'm so. surprised we haven't talked about. To me, one of the most impressive um, current record-setting streaks going on in the NBA. Uh, oh, the, by Detroit the Detroit Pistons. Pistons. Uh, yeah. I was talking to my uh, my play-by-play guy about that. Those poor Detroit Pistons, and they got to play Boston in the next game, so they're going to tie probably <laughs> the all-time losing record in uh, sports history. They, no, oh, oh, in sports, sports history. In sports history. So there was a what an NHL team that lost, or what are you? Talking I was about? watching on Sports Base- Center, and no, they're one w- baseball. I was watching on Sports Center. They're one one loss away from tying the all-time consecutive loss um, streak. I thought it was for the NBA. Is it not? Well, maybe they've already already done that Uh, in the NBA. That must have been a sports center that you were watching several days ago. Well, this Christmas Christmas screws me all up. I can't remember what. No, they've already set the record. They've set the record record in the NBA with twenty-eight straight. So they lost to Boston then. No, they play Boston tonight. Okay, so they're going to set it. They've by, already set no, the no, NBA record. No, they've already set it. 28 losses is <laughs> a new record. I thought they just tied it. No. no. Okay. No, they tied it when on their 27th straight loss. And then the other night, they lost their 28th straight. And uh, now they're getting ready. I think it's tonight, okay. actually, right. that Normally they play Normally, when we report on Boston. the LSU Mud Dogs... Uh, <laughs> We're talking about their impressive losing streak, <laughs> not LSU, SCLSU. Uh, so yeah, they, well, it's, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing, and it's and it's an and they keep interviewing uh, your uh, your cowboy. Um, he had a really who's good one night. of their better players. Yeah, he had forty one points the other night. He's Kate really Cunningham. good. You know boy, what I, I did? Feel bad for the you guy. know what He's I did, Randy? Really <clears throat> I did some all star voting this week. Because you know all star right, voting sure. is going on. Yesterday voted, you could vote three vote three times. I know it's almost like you're in a Democrat city. I, <laughs> as they say, that vote early, like well, times, times, That's but. only if he could burn about twenty ballots uh, as I well. I want so. to let you know I voted for Cade Cunningham. Oh, did you? I did. Uh, I had to vote for somebody in the East, and so oh well, there I you had go. to vote for five people in the East. But uh, I thought he oh, is. He's I'm going to really vote season. for Kate he's Cunningham. He's really good. He's really good. It's I, too bad. And you know who the GM is in Detroit? Yeah, uh, Troy uh, Weaver. Troy Weaver. Yeah, a former assistant to Sam Presti. That's yeah, probably why they've lost so many. Season. And what I mean by that is he's not an idiot. He's locking in, baby. Yeah, wait. Well, give so. them give them five years and see where they are. The Detroit Pistons. I oh, bet dude, you. you know what? Although this this coming draft, I heard him say, is a really it's a terrible bad, draft. Bad draft. Well, no, that's no. just Detroit's so whoever's. Luck. Yeah, I know. Whoever's the tanking team uh, is not going to get a lot of help. Okay. All right. Let's, let's uh, move we've, on. We've had a lot of fun. Thirty minutes so, in sports. Now let's get so down now, to depressing news. Go, Randy. Yeah. Now it's uh, no, time for some Tucker good, Carlson. Uh, we going to get Tucker Carlson. World. Uh, type stuff. Okay. Uh, which Love kind it. of has something to do with uh, Tucker Carlson. He is going to bring about the end of the world. While so. all of this is going on, where there's stuff happening all over the world. You know, North Korea, story came out yesterday where um, they are, the North Koreans are ramping up 
getting ready for war. They've been so neglected during these last several years with China. Yeah. Without I think Kim, Kim well, Jong-un without, is uh, getting a little lonely over well, here. And without so. Trump in the White House, they get uh, no press at all. And true. so, you know, they're doing that. Russia and China. China, you know, I saw a story the other day where Xi Jinping supposedly actually told Grandpa that we're coming for Taiwan. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, and um, isn't that weird? And, and the Russians <laughs> and the Russians. Yeah, Grandpa didn't understand what he was He's talking like, oh, about. Oh, you mean he thought Christmas? it was he thought it was a he thought it was a takeout thing. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, and and the Russians, the Russians. What do you want to have to eat tonight? Taiwanese. <laughs> the, the Russians have talked about nuking parts of Europe. So. Mm. There's a lot going on. Yeehaw. So where so is the president of the United States right now? Tell, me, tell me, Randy. He is in the U.S. Virgin Islands on oh, vacation. It's lovely this time at of year. St. Croix. Yeah. You know what? Here's so the thing. Like, no, okay. here's what I'm going to say about uh, that. I hear what you're saying, Randy, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to jump think in on this. You think we're better off with him in St. Croix? I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that every. <laughs> this is what I don't like. I. I think the same thing happens no matter who's in office. When they're on vacation, we point to what's going on and say we can't believe they're on vacation. I know. And and the thing I is, well, I'm the only one pointing at the, no, the major media. No, and, you know, they're yeah, not even well, saying I, these I, I don't disagree with you. I think yeah. that you're correct. But you you know what I'm saying though. When yes, it was I Trump, do. where oh, and sure. where's Trump on He's a golf course? Golf. Well, yes. it's and the it's same, like it's the same thing with gas prices. When gas prices right. are horribly high, my God, why doesn't this president do anything? When they're super low. He had nothing to do exactly, with that. Exactly. So it's so, fine. Well, no, but, but with I wanna, that said, yeah. With that uh, said, yes, I think the country is much better off when he's in he's capacity. In the, okay. Randy, my uh, question is, I kind of agree with that. Joe Biden's in the Virgin Islands. But does Joe Biden know he's in the Virgin no, Islands? No. Okay. He, he thinks not. he's in Cannabunkport. <laughs> he thinks, who knows? He's in the Oval All Office. Right. There's, uh, Tucker Carlson has, um, you know, he has a, another new uh Platform. He's uh, got a network now. He's now, launched. yeah, and uh, and he's been on several interview shows, doing interviews, yeah, where he has talked about uh, the the uh, you know UFO situation, and so he was asked on one of the shows, are there are there a couple of things that you're afraid to talk about? Oh, and he yeah. said, well, actually, there are two things. One is the 2020 election. Because I think he's pretty much like a lot of people, certainly on the right side of things as opposed to the left or wrong side of things, that believe that it was truly a stolen election, that there was a bunch of fake ballots that were done and all, all like this. And some of the people that have gone on and talked about that and have gotten specific about that are dead now. Uh, and the other thing that he said was the whole UFO thing. God rest Matthew Perry. And and he he said he was talking about saying that the the UFOs that they're not necessarily really aliens in mm. the true sense of the word. He said, "quote They're non-humans that have always been here." under the oceans and underground. Mm -hmm. And he has talked about a spiritual connection. And a lot of people, when they heard him say a spiritual connection, they have linked that 
with God, Mm -hmm. which I guess indirectly this is, but there are some people now who are saying that really what he was talking about was the other side of things, Mm, a demonic spiritual connection. And uh, he also said the Vatican has been aware of this for more than a hundred years. And in Genesis chapter six, verse four, it says, and I'm not sure, I mean, I'm there are a couple of different versions of the Bible and there are some slight changes in verbiage, but basically, and Jeremy, you can correct me on this, but Genesis 6, 4 says, quote, the Nephilim were in the earth in those days. This was back, I believe, a little bit before Noah and the great flood. You're going to love what I have to share with you. Okay. Quote, the Nephilim were in the earth in those days Mm -hmm. and also after that, when the sons, sons, plural, of of God, God, came in unto them the daughters of, of men, yep. and they bore children to them. Yes. The same were mighty men that were of old, yes. the men of renown, unquote. Yeah. Jeremy Griffin. All right. So, a uh, couple things. Um, the time frame is exactly right. So, the book of Enoch, which you've heard me talk about mm-hmm. before, the book of Enoch is uh, used to be in the... Bible that we all have. It was removed back in late 1800s, I believe. Uh, it's still in the Ethiopian version of the King James Bible. The Book of Enoch still there. I believe it's also still in the Catholic Bible. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But the Book of Enoch is amazing because it uh, it tells the full-blown story of Noah. Well, what we get in Genesis is a short little synopsis of Noah. But Enoch tells this full-blown story and the history and, and why we got to the point where God flooded the earth. And it names the demons uh, who did that act, who came down and married these these women. Uh, it talks about like one of them brought makeup, for example, the idea of of putting makeup on. Oh, uh, okay. Brought, it talks about, in Enoch, it talks about... Um, the ones who um, uh, brought like technology stuff, not not tech in that term, but um, but taught men how to do things that God didn't teach them to do. Okay, right. So here's what's interesting about it: if you've ever watched, and this is this is pretty amazing, honestly. Uh, anybody who watched the show Supernatural, the demons named in Supernatural. Every last one of them are named accurately from the book of Enoch. Really? So if you watch Supernatural and you get the the demonic overtones that are in it, you're actually getting a very accurate representation of what's talked about in the book of Enoch, of course, set in a fictional (laughs) environment of Supernatural. But but it was always interesting to me because um, that show was, I always thought was really cool. But then when you actually read uh, the book of Enoch and you're like, dude, they basically just scripted out of the book of Enoch. Some of their stories, um, especially the over story. Like you have all the individual stories with that show, but then you have the bigger picture story and all of it is pretty dang accurate to what Enoch teaches. But the idea of the Nephilim. So if you think about it, what, what happened is 
when God flooded the earth with the great flood, the whole point of this was to destroy not only sinful man, but to destroy the Nephilim. And so just like anything else, you know, uh, any kind of extinction level event, nothing is completely destroyed, right? I mean, there's always a remnant. And so I absolutely would make the case that, of course, there is Nephilim. They're still here. They're still here, sure. And they they lived in the ground. Absolutely, they did. And they're giants. People have looked at the, like, plateaus and made the case that these are tree stumps, man. Like, these are ancient things. Everything used to be much bigger. And and again, going back to looking at shows like uh, like, uh, works of fiction, we'll say, um, like Lord of the Rings, um, it's interesting because obviously the hobbits are little, but even the men... When you compare them to what they have as an elephant in that movie, for example, they call an oliphant, which is a little different spelling, but it's a gargantuan elephant. Like it's buildings high, you know what I mean? And so I think that there's there's a fair argument to be made for that, especially when we start looking at how mankind, you know, talks about like, why would, especially biblically speaking, men used to be over a thousand years old or around a thousand years. They'd live a thousand years. What, right. What, well, wasn't know? Moses like 900 and some years yeah, old? Methuselah and, was like 928. Was, and I think, Noah the oldest, was... Uh, yeah, they're all pretty, old. Yeah, yeah. They're all old. Uh, over five... Well, that was all... Know. And then, of course, remember, that was in the days before Big Pharma. Exactly. And so, you they know... They solved that problem. Yeah. Well, but here, <laughs> the thing I would argue about that, because people are like, well, it doesn't mean they were actual years. It's like, well, why would... Why that? Why, why is that the thing that's made up? You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I believe it probably was 100% true, and, and I don't know. It's really interesting, though, and, and the things with Tucker Carlson, you know, I've, I've believed for a long time, you know, I've talked about this, that um, I, I think that, I think it's very possible the Earth is a closed system, that that closed system lives within the realm of supernatural um, um, dimensions, um, that we have a natural dimension, a supernatural dimension, and various other dimensions. That, Of course, there's outer space. Of course, there's expanse. But the expanse lives in a different dimension that we may not even be able to fully get to. And you are you know, freaking that, me out right now. Well, good. Yes. Good. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I think that is maybe why, you know, with some of these interviews <clears throat> that Tucker Carlson has said that people have told him about some of this stuff and he said some of it is so as he put it dark that i can't even tell my wife about it right and the and the guy the the other guy that was doing the show with him and a golly i forget his name but he's guy was on fox news for a long time said the same thing i think we and they wouldn't talk specifically about what they were talking about but they were like i think we're talking about the same thing and the guy said i can't tell my wife either mm-hmm. or any really anybody else because it is so shocking it is so and so what would i mean that would be something that would kind of shock people yeah that by golly it turns out this has been going on for cent- literally centuries right and that maybe there really are uh, lizard people uh, living uh, underground like a lot of people. <laughs> Thomas Thomas freaking out over here it's, well, it's and, partly because he can't <laughs> stop drinking aqua velva it's ah, not well, meant that's to be true. it has a lot to do with the aqua velva yes it <laughs> yes, does and it has a lot true. to do with watch, watching Tom Cruise in uh, War of the Worlds because they came up from underground they did they've been uh, down there forever there waiting you go. just there you waiting go. you know what and if you look at some of the movies 
that we that have come out over the years. And I still haven't watched that movie with Julia Roberts. I need to watch. It's almost like Mm. they're trying to tell us something. Yeah. And it's called Hollywood knows. Hollywood knows. You're going to love this, Randy. I just, I just saw this the other day. It's called, um, slow drip disclosure. Okay. And, and there, there has been a concerted effort to do slow drip disclosure over the last 10 years. And they want it to last 20 years from the process. Because the, this is, of course, all this is the conspiracy theory side that um, that the what they call catastrophic disclosure, uh, which would be, you know, boom, here it is. <laughs> Just everybody. Here, here's here's what happened, that it would be so like right now, Tom's over here drinking aqua velva, freaking out. <laughs> And all that's happening, all that's happening is you and I are just talking about a thing, right? What happens to Tom? What happens to Tom if this if this is not even conjecture? I, I just want to tell you why I'm laughing so hard. Because if somebody didn't hear the beginning of this show, they're thinking I'm over here drinking aqua velvet. Which is precisely why I'm sticking with it. Well, I, is it not aqua know, velvet? It's a drink called aqua velva, right? All right, I, I mean, want to hear the on. I want to hear the rest of Jeremy's point. <laughs> well, my my point is is that if you can ma- imagine for a moment that what came on the screen was an, an emergency broadcast and it was information to tell you yeah. all this stuff was real, you think you think you're freaking out now, and and when you yeah. start putting that in the context of all of society, right, right, and and the concern would be, you know, I think. I think all of us, it's kind of like what people would say, you know, when, when you have the benefit of being an armchair quarterback, well, if it if I was in that position, yeah. I would have done this. We, we all can do that. You know, we've talked about this before, but I, you know, I'd like to think I would respond well in a crisis situation. I'd like to think that if I was being shot at, I would respond well right. until you're shot at, you don't know. Right. I have had the luxury right. <laughs> curse of being shot at so i kind of know how i'll probably respond but not everybody does know and and i think that you know i would say i think i'll respond quite well because i'm pretty prepared for the mentality of that but i know a lot of people in my life and i'm not suggesting you wouldn't by the way tom i think you would respond quite <laughs> hey, well honestly all i want all, all that has to happen all that has to happen after this podcast is i need to hear the story about when you were shot at you haven't heard that yet no oh sure we don't need have. to go into that now but you are going to tell me I that when we're done that i that's have so not funny. heard that wow that's, that's a new information for tom Miller. no it was good um or baby new year so so the idea is that that there's been a concerted effort because disclosure is happening mostly because it can't not happen like it's grown too big and and there are too many um we'll say loose cannons so it's like well we need to at least slow drip this and that's where you know again you you can't look at things like this end of the world movie leave the world behind executive produced by the Obamas, like that's not accidental. (laughs) Um, And then you see the movie Civil War coming out. You see a movie called uh, ISS where a war breaks out between the U.S. and Russia. Well, a world war, a nuclear war. And these are are what they call the slow drip disclosure. It gets the public ready for these things. I mean, the the last thing too, same same point, is the Navy released documents from the ATIP program in uh, what, 2012-2013, where they released Released the Tic Tac videos mm-hmm. from from the Navy pilots. Right, right. There were, think oh, about right. that. The government just released proof yeah. of aliens. Yeah, right. Yeah, or or at least uh, you know vehicles that were not made the, from humans. 
from uh, apparently, yeah, right, uh, right. As far and, as we know, uh, as far as we know. And, uh, but you know what, I, it would be, it'll be interesting to see how people react if they ever, and eventually I think they are going to have to, I think me and, and for, I think a lot of people might react if the government says, well, you know, geez, it turns out there are these people living, a, you know, and I think a lot of people might go. Okay, well, that actually explains a lot. Well, right. But, you know, but it's like that thing, because I've seen several people say this in public, you know, of course, they say, of course, now we have proof that, you know, there's life beyond just humans. They say it matter-of-factly because of government documentation that's come out that addresses non-terrestrial right, right. craft. Yes, and, and you know what I find amazing? There are, well, I, I guess it's not really amazing. There are still a lot of people who will just absolutely say, no freaking way. Right. No, this is not true. Yeah. You know, this is a conspiracy theory. You're a lunatic. This is not happening. And when in, I mean, well, and I used to be one of those guys. Yeah. And now, I mean, I am, I am fully involved. I'm like well, a fully involved house buyer. Uh, they're like me. They don't want to believe it because they want to sleep at night. Well, but, you know, the problem is you, you guys need to start believing it or while you're asleep at night, they're going to come for you. And that's wow. going to be that. Dang, and, dude. Uh, now you're not going to sleep at night. No, I, I had the greatest you know, dream last night, too, and it had nothing to do with any of this. Well, I, I well, we'll talk about her later. Yes, uh, thank you. The, uh, I will not divulge my dream. But the uh, the thing yes. that really that I that I think is a, a danger that people do need to kind of start thinking about uh, is what we talked about, kind of leading up to this. That you know, North Korea is ramping up things. China has has basically said we're coming for Taiwan mm -hmm. because they believe now that the United States is weak because Grandpa doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I mean, he's on vacation in the Virgin Islands for crying out loud. And here's something else. This is a telltale sign here for just how bad things are. Mm -hmm. The New York Times mm -hmm. has come out with an editorial basically saying, you know, Trump really wasn't all that bad. <laughs> that maybe it's better for the United States if Trump was reelected and Grandpa wasn't. The New York Times, for crying out yeah, loud. But because they point out that even though, you know, Trump is under indictment for all kinds <laughs> of things and has been charged with all kinds of things, they do point out that a lot of people believe, and this guy who was writing it says, when you think back on it, during the Trump years, yes, there was a little bit of chaos, mostly with the media. Ooh, orange man, bad. Right. Mean tweets, <laughs> man. That everything was really calm. That there weren't any big crises going on around the world like there are now. Mm -hmm. The southern border was calm. You know, there wasn't a flood of illegal immigrants coming in. Gas prices were low. The economy was great. Everything was going on. And then we had the pandemic. You know, Grandpa goes back, or not Grandpa, mm -hmm. he doesn't remember. Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre comes back and likes to say that things were a mess 
in the Trump years that inflation had hit and all like that? Right. Yes, because of the pandemic, which now, you know, at the beginning, we thought it was transmitted by some bat in a wet market. Well, no. at the beginning, none of us, us thought that. But. Well, right. But I mean, a, a lot of people, because it was too logical for people like us who think about it, it logically, that uh, since it happened in Wuhan and there's a virology lab in Wuhan that is actually <laughs> funded by the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, and that's right. all now documented, it's come out, right. despite Dr. Fauci's lies and saying that, well, no, I don't know, we did love that, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, yes, I like he that did you made all, him he German, did, because <laughs> that, yes. that sounded nothing like uh, Fucci, No, but, I, but that's the very know, heart of that, the uh, yes, genocidal I'm, man. That which, is, which is exactly why I uh, did that. I like it. Plus, I, <laughs> I've had by the way, By the way, Renee Russo was in my dream last night, and we talked oh, exclusively geez. about the movie Tin Cup. She well, was you know, all hot, I can, that's all I can say. In, that's all I can say about it. She was very hot, especially have, in those days. And I have no idea why she was in my dream last night. Okay, moving on. I all find right. it odd that you talked about the movie Tin Cup. I know, isn't that funny? Well, you're in broadcasting. <laughs> you know, there's some. There's I some, love that movie though. There's by the some way. bourbon it's named uh, Tin Cup that's really, oh, really quite good. Man, see how you. I've had it. See how you it, turn I'm, it all I'm around. It. I like it, Randy. Go. Well, you know, we don't call it scatter shooting for nothing. That's right. How much time? I don't even know. Where was I? Oh, I don't Where know. Was I, I just my, I uh, wanted to just throw you completely off topic. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't even remember now because I've right. had too much Aqua Velva, <laughs> uh, and I've only had one glass. Woo! One glass. Uh, I'm one and a half. I'm one and a half glasses. Just like you know what's but, funny about that though. Go. Just on the Aqua Velva thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like the uh, the uh, the nostalgic aftershave. Yes. Any aqua velva is too much <laughs> aqua velva. <laughs> nice. I like it. That's a very good point. Oh, yes, that yeah, that a, is good. good but no, I, what I was saying was Queen Jean-Pierre always likes to, mm. you know, turn that around and say this is all the fault of Trump. No, yeah. it's not. Right. It's all the fault of Joe Biden. And uh, now they're beginning. I think a lot of Democrats are beginning to see, oh, geez, we screwed up. <laughs> that as... Much as some of them, and still do, hate Donald Trump, those that still have a functioning brain will realize that, you know, really, <laughs> mm, things weren't so bad. And uh, the pandemic was, now it's, it's, it's basically been proven that it was a man-made thing from the Chinese lab in Wuhan and all of this, it did not happen naturally in the wild. Mm -hmm. Had it not been for that, we probably would be in the second term of Donald Trump now. Uh, but you know that that may still be uh, that may still be coming because he still hasn't been convicted of uh, of anything. And I find it interesting that there are more movements now. On the Democrat side, the blue states, more of them, are coming on board with getting wanting to get Trump off the ballot for violating the 14th Amendment for his insurrection involvement. Mm -hmm. and, and again, he's not even been charged 
with sedition or insurrection, much less convicted. And now there are some red states who are coming on wanting to exclude Joe Biden (laughs) from the ballot, also for a violation of the 14th Amendment, which, in my opinion, as Mike Gundy would say, and Mike Gundy would probably agree with me on this, that the evidence of Joe Biden violating the 14th Amendment is vastly stronger than Donald Trump because part of that 14th Amendment talks about providing aid and comfort to our enemies. Mm -hmm. Well, the $6 billion that Joe Biden gave to Iran, which is definitely one of our enemies, and that definitely happened well, I mean, you get away. I think that's a mistake by those red states because you want Joe Biden on that ballot. You my friend. need him on that <laughs> ballot. You need him you in that. You can't uh, handle the truth. Well, I, you know, and it would be interesting. Deep, in, deep down inside of parts of you, I, you don't like to talk about well, him on that ballot. Well, that's right. But who else? <laughs> you know, the you know one thing about the Democrats, if it's not Joe Biden. It would be maybe Gavin. Kamala Harris or Gavin or Gavin Newsom. He's young. He's young idiots. enough and and suave enough to. Yeah, but maybe, he's an idiot. I know. Well, you. We all know that. I'm just saying well, he's young and but, yeah. suave. Yeah, he is, and good looking enough yeah. to sway people. Maybe. Look what Obama did. He yeah. was young and suave and good looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Even with Aqua Velva in me, well, I'm well, making and, a point. And, and you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Joe Jeez. Biden, one of the big things against Joe Biden is a lot of people are saying he's too darn old. He ain't suave. And uh, so, you know, and we'll see not how. good uh, looking either, by the way. Well, mm. uh, you know. <laughs> That's just uncalled for. And the, Sorry. Uh, but, uh, you know, we also, I, I started to say they're finally starting to realize the, the problem with the southern border now. Secretary of State Antony mm. Blinken. And uh, Homeland Security doofus Mayorkas went to Mexico City and sat down with <laughs> the president of Mexico trying to figure out what we can do about this. This is the dumbest non-action <laughs> action in the world. But you know who was missing from that meeting? Well, lots of people are missing from the meeting. Well, one in particular I was thinking about, the border czar. Kamala Harris was not well, invited, apparently, to the meeting about the border which, why in would Mexico you, City. She's she is a figurehead, a terrible well, one at that. And she is I mean, terrible. dude, if you, you've seen but her word salads. I, she's, yes, she's worse. Than, <laughs> I mean, it's like what? she's worse what than saying? freaking Biden because he has a legitimate excuse. Right, he has dementia. Right, she she's just like, and uh, honestly, she's the, the just carriers down idiot. at cars, and that's where, as it were, yes. and so. <laughs> And you're like, what are time, you saying? Time today is CNN today knows exactly what she says every tomorrow time. Tomorrow is tomorrow, and tomorrow, yes. yesterday is yesterday. And By the same token, can you say time. an egg is like, an egg? Really? Okay. I think not. Um, but, All right. Uh, yeah, and so she wasn't there. They're going to try and figure it out. The easiest solution is to just go back to what Trump was doing. Right. Because what? we didn't have this Trump problem <gasps> under Trump. It didn't start until Grandpa made that executive order that made all that go away. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. He's made tweets out. God, he's going to destroy the country. You can't put, you can't, 
implement Trump policies see, I have, anymore, Randy? I have, I have nothing against the mm. color orange. <laughs> oh, I agree. That's true. I, no so kidden. My I God, mean, you, you, my you, certainly don't, you certainly don't today. I'm Good wearing Lord. America's brightest orange. Um, so I got nothing against <laughs> that. Well, but that's so it. we'll we'll that's see we what. Uh, we'll I don't do. even want to do the show anymore. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna start the we're gonna start the music. All we're right. gonna need a lot more Aqua Velva to continue this show next okay. week. Okay, well it'll be uh, it'll be a new year. Hey, when we do the uh, happy next, new year. Uh, provided the Chinese don't pull the plug on a new or something terrible happen on New Year's Eve in Times Square, maybe. Wow! Like right. Palestinians wow. protesting. Nice. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. All right, that'll do it for us for this time. I'm Randy Renner. I am Jeremy Griffin, and I'm the Baby New Year. Tom Miller. <laughs> Have some more Aqua Velva. That'll do it for now. Hopefully, we'll be back for another edition next Wednesday of Scatter Shooting.